0: You're listening to Beer Talk Today with your hosts Kyle Brown, Matt Lang, and John Nodler. That's right, everyone.
1: This is...
0: It is Beer Talk Today, and we have a wonderful, exciting show for you today. We're all here, Matt, John, and Kyle. How are you gentlemen doing tonight?
1: can't hear anything.
0: You can't hear anything? What's well, it's on? Okay. I, d- I don't know. I have no idea
2: Just gotta play with the dial button
0: Alright, can, right, can you hear me now? Kind of Alright, cool We're in the same room That's <laughs> true <laughs> <laughs> Can you hear me over the radio? No Oh, well, I apologize for that We'll fix right. it Yep But anyway We have a wonderful beer talk today um, Last weekend, for those of you who we have,
1: uh, we, a, uh, we have a wonderful beer talk today show Yeah For you today
0: Yes We have wonderful beer talk today Show up, John <laughs> <laughs> Um But no, uh, it was the Great Taste of the Midwest Beer Festival, this wonderful giant beer festival we have every year in Madison, and um, we went around and talked to a whole bunch of people and tried to put our fingers on the pulse of Midwestern craft beer.
1: Keep our ears to the street.
2: Exactly. Or maybe in this case, the very muddy, wet grass that was the Great Taste. It was rough. Quite rainy for a while.
0: And then sunny and hot, and and then very hot. Humid. Yeah. yeah, so yeah, it was muddy and hot at the same time. But um, we got past that, and we got a whole bunch of sweet audio. So um, enjoy our uh, our look. Our at homage
1: the, to the great taste.
0: Exactly the beers and cheers from Great Taste '09. <laughs>
3: Nine Malt IPA, around 7%, very, very sessionable. The Lake Erie Monster, which is a double IPA. The Canadian Breakfast Stout, which is our breakfast stout that's aged in uh, maple barrels. Our uh, Double Dry hops Copperhead Pale Ale. Brett Favre, which is uh, um, our sour beer. Vanilla Bean barrel
4: Dark or Phoenix, Kentucky Common. Saison NEI. I'm not really sure which beers we brought. I'd have to have okay. a look at the sign. All I'll right. tell you then.
0: Once again, Beer Talk today headed to the Great Taste of the Midwest, the festival that brings over 100 breweries and over 500 beers to Madison every year. As the festival is gearing up, we went around to find out what beers some of our favorite breweries are experimenting with this year. Sarah Davies, one of the co-owners of Founders Brewing Company. How are you liking the great taste so far today?
3: It's, uh, it's wet, but it's going to be a great time. It's always a great time. So, what special beers have you brought to the event today? Uh, We've got three beers that we're pouring uh, all day long, and that would be our uh, barrel-aged res rye, uh, cerise, and our spite pepper ale. Uh, Spite is is the third pepper ale we've done in a month, and it's brewed with uh, five different varieties of peppers. It's uh, jalapeno, serrano, anaheim, habanero, and one I can't remember. And uh, spices. It's hot. Uh, a lot of a lot of habanero. Uh, and then every hour we uh, tap a new beer. So right right now when we open up, uh, we're gonna be tapping curmudgeon Old Ale to Hand of Doom, which is our uh, barrel aged uh, double trouble imperial IPA. Okay. Into Canadian Breakfast Stout, <laughs> which is our breakfast stout that's aged in uh, maple barrels. Into uh, Double Dancer. I think we're down to 11 six barrels in the country of Double Dancer. Um, and then uh, Kentucky Breakfast. And we brought a half barrel of Kentucky because last year we only brought a six barrel and it blew in 15 minutes. So <laughs> right. We don't want to disappoint anyone. All right. I think I'm to make it back for that, that Canadian breakfast. I've never had that. It sounds no, it's, great. Uh, it's phenomenal. It, sounds it's, great. Uh, it was a beer that we just did at the tap room and it started getting a, a ton of uh, buzz. And um, Yeah, we want to make people happy. Keep keep, uh, drinking great beer, and we'll keep doing it. Excellent. Thanks, Dave. Cheers. All right, so we're at uh, Rock Bottom's booth
0: drinking a Belgian Rye Pale Ale. Let's tell us a little bit about the other beers you got here going today.
5: We are rolling with uh, the Belgian Rye IPA. We've got got an American IPA that we actually uh, hopped with. A buddy of mine, uh, his hops from Oak Park, Illinois. I picked them right off his, um, his vines and nice. threw them in uh, about a week and a half ago, so it's local hops. Um, we've got a dark lager, uh, a raspberry wheat for all those uh, raspberry foodie fans, a nice pale ale, and then we've got our uh, dry hops, uh, American stout. Uh, which uh, last year won a gold at both the World Beer Cup okay. and the Great American Beer Cup. Right oh, wow. So it's a tasty little
6: buddy. All
1: right, you should oh. try that one. Oh. Thanks. All right, so we're here with Oso Brewing Co. How are you guys doing today? Doing great, man. How about yourself? Doing great. Is this your first time at the Great Taste? Second, second year at the Taste. Second year. Awesome. So what did you bring this year?
5: We brought uh, we brought our main four beers that uh, that are our flagships, the Big O, uh, Hopdinger, Rusty Red, and Nitrain, and then we brought a derivative of each one of those that we twisted up. So we did our Big O on straw we did our hop dinger on a Abbey yeast. We did a Rusty Red with candy sugar and Scotch ale yeast, and then we bourboned and, uh, and espressoed the nitrate. So we brought like twelve, to, I think, twelve different beers today. Oh, great. So, yeah.
6: Awesome! We'll be stopping back. Awesome! Thanks, thank man. You,
0: thank you. Are right, you here with our good friend Ron Jeffries from Jolly Pumpkin, friend of the show? Here at the Jelly Pumpkin Tent. So uh, what
7: special beers have you brought to the great taste this year? Well, we brought a, a couple of really fun beers. We have our Roja Du Creek, which is our uh, Roja, our sour Flanders beer. And we uh, age it on cherries, a bunch of Michigan cherries in there. We've got our Bison Bam with lemongrass. It's our sour bison, uh, lemongrass in the firkin. So it's nice, lemony, very refreshing. And we also have our Maracaibo, which is our brown that we brew with raw cacao. It's been in the Firkin since November, so it's nice and well-conditioned, and we have some fun bottles here as well—a couple of different
8: beers.
0: So we're with Tim here from Lake Louis, your yes. brewmaster, head brewer, head brewer,
8: same thing. Oh, I don't know about that. I didn't take that diploma <laughs> test. Oh, okay, all right. But in, but in any case, what do you guys need to know from me today? What do we bring? What'd you got? What's we, have here? Well, uh, we have everything. Well, we have Prairie Moon, which is a Belgian vit beer. We have Dino's Dark, which is a one-shot one beer we make only in the springtime. It's our springtime Dry hop with a secret Czech hop variety, a very strange beer, kind of whiny almost. Um, Arena Premium, which which is our uh, pale ale, our flagship beer. We have um, Tommy's Porter, it's a really nice English style porter, nice and chocolatey. Um, people should drink more of on a day like today. Lake Louis Cream Ale, Koon Rock Cream Ale, corn in there. You can taste corn. We're not ashamed of that. This is beer like our great grandfathers would have drank before Prohibition. We have Scotch Ale, a nice strong 7% Scottish beard. Be careful with that. (laughs) And then we have Brother Tim's Triple. I'm Brother Tim. We make one batch a year of this. This is about 9%, and it's a nice balanced triple. And finally, we have Kiss the Lips India Pale Ale, an old school IPA. That is not a one trick pony, and you have to guess the hops in it because it's a combination of English and American. The grist in this beer is just like in 1890 in England. So, there we go. All right. There we go. You guys enjoy your time today. Thank you. All right.
1: All right, we're here with Free State Brewing. We are talking to the brewmaster. What's your name? Uh, I'm Luke Otter. Hey, Luke, nice to see you. Uh, we were just wondering what beers you brought to the great taste here. year. Uh,
9: this year we brought out our uh, Double Dry Hop Copperhead Pale Ale, our C3 uh, Imperial Pale Ale, our Oatmeal Stouts, our Lemongrass Wits, and our Eccentricity, which is a very
0: complex and its own style kind of beer. Great. Thank you so much. Thank you. So we're here with a friend of the show, Mark the Captain out from the Grumpy Troll. How are you doing today? we really good. What uh, what special beers have you brought to the festival? We got
9: a uh, we got a, the Trailside Wheat, the Maggie, and uh, Slow Eddie Jalapeno beer. Excellent. And, uh, on cast we got uh,
0: Dry Hop Maggie and Dry Hop Curly. Very good. So have you been doing any more uh, stein beers out at the pub since we last talked to you? We got actually the, the one
9: we aged, the barrel aged one. It's going to be on tomorrow. The, the, the one we brewed? It's the Woody Stein. Okay. So we got to make it out there and try that. Excellent,
0: yeah. yeah. All right. Great. Cool. Thanks,
4: Mark. Right. We're
0: here with Rob from Tyranina Brewing Company. How are you doing on this lovely day?
4: Oh, I'm feeling no pain. <laughs> All right. Can you tell us a little bit about the beers you brought to the event today? <laughs> I'm not really sure which beers we brought. I'd have okay. to go look at the sign. All I'll right. tell you then. Okay, that's fine. Do, do you want to move over in that? Sure, <laughs> let's do that. Okay. All right, what do we got? You want to know all of them or just a special? What's, what's special? What's special today? Oh, we actually brought quite a few specialty ones. Uh, we brought a, an Imperial Pumpkin Ale, which uh, was an experimental batch that we brewed last year. Uh, November just to try experimenting with pumpkin okay. and spices and uh, it's mellowed very nicely and it's quite tasty uh, we have Benji's oh Benji's Imperial it's like Chipotle or something Chipotle right Chipotle smoked porter okay uh, the Chipotle is really quite subtle so it's not something that's painful and so that was that was our former brewer's last beer that he brewed uh brought a Devin Glens blueberry aged blue no bourbon barrel aged <laughs> blueberry kind of lambic okay. which is uh, you
2: know, a, lambic. kind of lambic uh,
4: our brown ale that we've had sitting in the brewery and bourbon barrels for the last year added a whole bunch of uh, blueberries uh, lambic uh, yeast and bacteria blend and just let it sit there for about a year and that's what's on tap now. How's it tasted? Uh, I actually haven't tasted this right here. I've been okay. drinking the, the flat stuff, okay. the uncarbonated stuff, uh, because we actually carbonate in the keg. Okay. So we have to give a little headspace in there. So right. I've, I've been drinking that. Uh, but otherwise, uh, I'm thinking it's quite tasty. A lot of people uh, think there's a, a big bourbon barrel note. I don't really get it. Uh, this year's batch isn't quite as, uh, horse-blankety as last year's. Okay. But, uh, yeah, definitely tasty. Hey, can I ask a little bit about the theme of your booth here? It looks like you got Halloween or something going on. Halloween in August. uh, All right. And, yeah, I don't know why Stacy came up with that theme, but... All right. That's what she did. Excellent. So now I'm here as the dirty old man, uh we have high-class broad running around someplace else. Uh, so, <laughs> nice. oh, a bunch of people in costume. Excellent. All right, so we're at Summit from St. Paul, Minnesota.
0: We're all Twin Cities boys, too. Um, so what, uh, what beers have you brought here to the taste? Well, we brought a
9: couple of cast condition ales, uh, two versions of our new Horizon Red, one dry hop with Columbus and one dry hop with Chinook. Then we brought our Oatmeal Stout uh, Dry Hop with East Kent Goldings. Uh, For our Push beers, we brought our Oktoberfest, our Extra Pale Ale, our Hefeweizen, and our new Unchained Kulsh.
8: Oh, cool. We're
0: all
2: all big fans at Horizon Red, so definitely have to give those a try. Great. We're with Great Lakes Brewing Company, and they uh, brought a great little lineup for us today. What do you you guys have? Uh, Today we have two beers that are available year-round, the Brewing River and the Edmund Fitzgerald Porter.
3: we also have the Pro- Prohibition Pills in with us and the Lake Erie Monster, which is a double IPA. Double IPA? It is delicious. It's only available at the pub uh, before, and then I believe next year we're going to come out with it as a summer season. So we're introducing it today to this market.
2: Wonderful. Very excited. Yes. All right. Hello. All right,
1: so we're here with two brothers brewing. We were wondering what you guys bring to the great taste today? Uh, we brought Domaine de Page, which is a French country ale or Dog Days, which is a Dortmund lager, German lager, Bitter Ends, American pale ale, and Cannon is a hopped up red rye. We also have specialty pours of hop juice, which is a double IPA, uh, Montan, which is a Flemish red. Uh, we have a right, white rye, and uh, uh, a creek. So we've got uh, a little bit of everything going on today. Great. And I also have to ask about your setup here. Who came up with the idea to do the golf theme? Uh, Caddyshack was actually done by one of our brewers who was just here, uh, Boxer and D-Man are the two guys who came up with the concept and said, rock with it. I will support you in every way possible. Awesome. Well, it looks great. Thank you. Thank you.
2: Cheers. This is a New Albanian Brewing
5: Company. Hi, hey, um, Albanian, my name is Jared Williamson. Uh, I'm the brewer at our original location.
2: What do you guys have for us today? Alright, um,
5: first off we have uh, Elsa Von Horizon. Uh, this is our Imperial Pilsner. Uh, Elsa was my German shepherd who just recently passed away. Uh, we did a Brewer's Best Friend series where we Brewed a beer and uh, named it after each of the brewer's dogs. Uh, so since she was a German Shepherd, we did a giant Imperial Pilsner. Um, this uh, German saying here basically says uh, "antagonize and be bitten." Um, so that's about nine percent. It says eight there. That's it's bigger than that. That's incorrect too. It's like seventy-seven IVs, It says thirty-five. <laughs> Okay, so uh, next we have Optimus. it's our big double IPA, it's one of our biggest crowd pleasers, one of our biggest sellers, um, 10%, 100 IBUs, uh, next we have Thunderfoot, which is our imperial stout, uh, we use two different types of uh, dried cherries and oak chips uh, in the brewing and the aging process, uh, this keg is about 18 months old, um, and then last on the CO2s, we have uh, Phoenix, Kentucky Common. Which is really the only indigenous beer style to the Louisville area. Um, And it basically is a, uh, we we sour the wort uh, that on like the first brew day, the second brew day, I come in and then I boil the wort at hops and it's to the fermenter as usual. Uh, It's a very unique style, not a whole lot of breweries are doing it, Uh, but we try to go back and kind of uh, claim some old pre prohibition styles of beer and, uh, you know, do our revisionist interpretations of them. Uh, Today, we have a special um, Calvados cask of our Baltic porter. Uh, It's been aging for about eight months. Uh, And then in the real ale tent, we have uh, Beak's Best, which is our uh, American bitter. It's based on the English bitter style, but we use West Coast American hops. Uh, We also have uh, a firkin of Hoptimus, our double IPA. And then we have a firkin of uh, Malcolm's uh, Old Ale. Malcolm is one of the other brewer dogs, part of the Brewers Best Friend series. And that is a 13.5% Old Ale that's been aging for two and a half years. I highly recommend you guys go up there and get some of that. That's, that stuff, uh, as much as it's aged, it's still got so much like volatile alcohol going on. It's almost like spirit, you know? And this is uh, Tony Beard, our graphic art designer. So if you want to say
2: something about your art, uh, well, explain, Kyle. Explain what's yeah, going on well, here. The the Hoptimus, you have a very uh, robotic-looking Optimus Prime-like. Oh yeah, well, it's, you know.
6: it's a uh, the original name of the beer. Uh, Jesse Jesse Williams, one of our other bre- brewers, originally named the beer Optimus, and he's like, "Well, I need you to do the artwork for it because I used to be I used to work in the kitchen at the at, the, at one of the locations." Um, well at our original location and they found out I could do graphic design and stuff uh, and he was like well I want you to do the logo for it and originally it just started out as the, the like combination hop uh, transformer logo just as an homage to the original, the original gener- generation 1 series and then it kind of evolved from there into an actual like robot man so but I kind of I kind of steampunked him out so it's a little bit more old school it has a little bit more to do with like the brewing process the top of his top of his head has a keg coupler, and the uh, around the the ring around his neck is actually one of the uh, six barrel. It looks like one of the six barrel rings that we have. So uh, I tried to incorporate some of the brewing materials in uh, making him. But
1: is, I love it. Thank you. All right, we're here with Polkat at Shell Brewing, Company. August August Shell brewing Company. Company. Shell Brewing Company. What did you bring today to the Great Taste? Well, we this your Green Bell Premium, which is our domestic American lager. Our anniversary beer, which is called a Rogan beer. It's a recipe from Dürbach, Germany. It's a rye ale blended with a Heffenweiss and yeast. And then we also have Zomerfest, which is our cold-style honey beer. Uh, Firebrick, our Vienna-style amber lager. And then Stout, our London-style sweet style. Awesome. One quick question. Have you ever tried doing greenbelt with bananas? Green belt with, b- green belt with bananas. No. It's, it's incredible.
8: It's amazing.
0: <laughs> it's it. Awesome. Well, thank you so much. Thank you. All right, so we're here at the booth of South Shore Brewing Company. What kind of beers have you brought here today? Today we have our Bavarian Wheat, our Herbal
6: Cream Ale. We have our Pale Ale. Wheat Doppelbach, our nut brown ale, and our road Scholar Stout. Later on today, we'll be tapping a bourbon barrel
0: coffee mint stout. Bourbon barrel coffee mint. Yes. All right. Anything else in there besides that bourbon barrel coffee? You didn't throw anything else extra? <laughs>
6: oh, that's right. We have our Serrano pepper uh, pale ale called. Uh,
0: You got a bunch of shirts and stuff back there. Do you win any prize if you can uh, guess what herbs are in the herbal cream ale? (laughs) You win a free sample of the herbal cream ale. All right. Wood Bettany. Indeed. We we asked the guy last year. (laughs) That's cheating, man. (laughs) Free your liver. That's right. It's with Omar from Surly Brewing out of Minnesota, what beers we got today? Well, we got a few here
10: today. We're starting off with the Cynic. That's our Saison. It's now one of our new year-round beers. We can that one and peg it. Next up is Bender, our uh, brown ale. It's the first beer we brewed. Uh, Third one is Coffee Coffee Bender. It's our coffee brown ale. It's a GABF gold winner a couple years ago. So it's a good fest beer to get the day going. A little bit of caffeine. Um, Hell is the next in the lineup. That beer is uh, a brand new beer. That's our uh, German Hella style. It's our light lager. We've got Bitter, uh, which is our uh, Bitter Brewer, which is our American stout bitter. It's like 4% uh, dry hops. English bitter. Uh, Let's see Furious, which is kind of uh, the beer a lot of people seem to know about. Uh, Our American IPA.
5: Uh,
10: And we've got Darkness, which is our Russian Imperial Stout, which some of your listeners may have heard of. Uh, And then we've got uh, some specialty beers. We've got 1, 2, and 3, which are our three anniversary beers. Um, At 4 o'clock, we've got Brett. Favre, which is uh, um, our sour beer, and at five, we got bourbon smoke, so those All are the right. beers we brought out here today. And then we got four beers over in the cask tent, and uh, we also got the hookah lounge here rocking, uh, and the band will get going here in a little
9: bit. So
0: Excellent. So I've heard a lot of great things about one. Is that... well, uh... oh, there's
9: one way to find out. All right. There you go, man. Oh, that's so ours. our first
10: anniversary beer is sort of like a quadruple. Quadruple, okay. Something
8: like that. It's a big old bell.
10: sweetness, uh, a little bit of sweetness in there which just mellowed out a little bit. Um, so just, uh, our all of our anniversary beers, we kind of let our brewer just do whatever the hell he wants to do, so that was the first one, and that's what we got on that one. So it won't be around for long, and then we've got two, which is our second anniversary, which is a cranberry stout. Uh, three is a uh, black braggot, so those are the beers. Then the Brett Favre, um, our sour is sort of uh, something we are just playing around with, not a production beer or anything, but um, so we'll see how that one goes. Uh, it, is, it is a little bretti. And then bourbon smoke. Uh, smoke is our um, uh, smoke's Baltic porter, and we um, age that in bourbon barrel, hence the name bourbon
8: smoke. Excellent. All right, thanks so much. You're right, man. Have a
0: good day. Cheers. All right, we're here with Jacob from Stonefly Brewing Company. What uh, special beers have you brought here to the Great Taste today? Uh, I brought my Paleo... Porter stout, uh, English ale,
9: and the Imperial stout, which is almost gone. That's the last five gallons in the world. So. Wow.
0: Let's awesome. nice. try that. So I noticed you got a little bit of a Star Wars uh, thing going with the names. Is there any story behind that? You just like Star Wars. I like Star Wars. Right. I like Star Wars. Cool. Well, he doesn't like Star Wars, right? I mean, come on. Absolutely.
9: We're all nerds, right? Yeah.
3: I I you know, guys are all nerds.
9: matching shorts. we are uh, all nerds. I
0: mean, we're all nerds. <laughs> it's true. Yeah, we're kind of
9: nerds. <laughs> I'm a nerd. I'm sorry. I didn't
0: mean to insult you or anything. No, no. <laughs> <totally>. <laughs> we're here with a uh, friend of the show from last year's Great taste, Larry Bell. Looks like you've got a little bit of a military theme going this year. Uh, MASH theme. I don't know that it's military. Isn't MASH kind of making fun of the military? Something like that. Yeah.
10: Okay.
0: <laughs> is, it, is this a protest? You're making a statement? Or is it just no, fun? <laughs> no. No. It's, 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 we, we just like getting dressed up, that's all. <laughs> all right. Having fun. So, uh, what's any special beers you brought here this year? Anything uh, crazy we should know about? Yeah, we got uh, the Wild One, which is... Uh, fermented
10: in uh, red wine barrels like i think we got some yeah we got golden funk also Ooh. with lots of different bugs in the barrels That's about a year in the barrels um so some nice sour beers i got some big bottles i think i got a six liter of batch eight thousand and a nine liter of expedition stout and right. we're pouring oarsman right now that's a new one uh, that we're uh probably be out in draft this fall uh nice uh Sort of uh, thinking about Berliner weiss style, four percent alcohol. A little sour. Yeah, a little sour, Germ- sour German mash style, cool. yeah, sour mash. Stuff. So very cool. Ex- excuse me. All right. I think we just won. All right. Just talking to Larry.
0: We're Tom from Goose Island. Uh, tell us a little bit about some of the crazy stuff you brought today. I read the program, and it sounded a little bit ridiculous. So uh, what have we got today? Well,
9: definitely. We have a lot of barrel-aged stuff, a lot of sour beers. Uh, you can definitely see the big Belgian train going on. You're trying the Frambois right yeah. now? Yeah. So he's got a lot of raspberries in that one, some good oak character. Um, really tart. It is, yeah. It's nice, but it's not overly fruity. It's not too sweet. Yeah. Not like syrupy. We use fresh raspberries in it. Um, our saison clasiniae is an awesome beer. Uh, it's got a lot of character from that clasiniae, like that pineapple character. We dry hopped it with Amarillo's. It's like grapefruit. A lot going on in that beer. Um, the Cabernet Sherry beer is also another good one. Uh, very strong, but really smooth and round. Um, and then let's see what else we got. A, a kombucha one, which is pretty yeah. interesting. Something kind of innovative nobody else is doing for with Kombucha cultures. All right. And do you have any Juliet? I will pay you for it. Any right now? We want this. I can't even get my hands on Juliet right now. That's how hard it is. I, I make this stuff and I can't get any. Uh, we've got, we've got about, uh, 60 wine barrels aging right now. Uh, um, we taste them to see if they're done. Uh, buy them before Monday. <laughs> I won't take that risk. You don't know how much that's going to be. That's a lot. <laughs> so, um, no. Yeah, We had about three ounces of it last year, and I've been jonesing for it ever since, man. It's so good. It's a great beer. Um, our, our brewer at the time, Matt Lincoln, uh, hit the ball out of the park with that one. It's just an awesome beer. It's just crazy. Yeah, 55 pounds of blackberries per wine barrel. Insane process, but great beer. All right. It'll be ready. soon. Is it going to come to Wisconsin? Well, I, I'm not sure. Chicago, I think. Not sure. sure. <laughs> Alright, well. Not too far away, so not
8: right,
0: so. If you can hide a couple bottles for next year's great taste, next year, we'll come back and look for you. Next year I'll try to bring a couple bottles. Alright, thanks. Alright, we were at three Floyds. What special beers? What crazy stuff did you bring here today? Everything we make is special. Well, right, obviously. But what's like what's here that you can't normally get? How about that? But limited sort of Sure, stuff. yeah.
3: Um, we've got uh, pop skull uh, brown ale we made with Sam Caligoni and Doctor's Head we've got sand pebbles a, uh, a brown ale that we made just for our brew pub we only made a couple tanks of, of it we've got Gorsh Fock which is one of our seasonals a um, so straight up like Franconian style Hellas Lager and uh, we got Dark Lord and Vanilla Bean Barrel Aged Dark Lord and regular Barrel Aged Dark Lord
0: so when he's having the Vanilla Bean I gotta know all right, I'll be back. <laughs>
1: Last question, what do you do to your barley wine to make it so good? Um what is the secret?
3: It's like, it's like everything. It's just quality ingredients and you know. <laughs> There's no secret. Well, There's nothing we can do to all wave all over our techniques, you know. Just... I'm giving a, a radio interview here. So, so no, I, I'm not going to until I'm done with my radio interview. <laughs> It. Seriously.
0: Wait, no, no, I have to say hi to these people. Okay, hold well, on. All right, all right, we can talk some more. We can talk some more. Uh, let's see. I see you have gumball head. Delicious. All right. <laughs> All right, now that's good. All right, you guys have fun. All right, we got we got a surprise here. Uh, Sam Calagione from Dogfish Head. Uh, you're uh, you're nowhere near the mid Midwest out in Delaware. What brings you to the Great Taste?
10: Uh, well, I mean, I've been hearing about this festival for many years, and I just wanted to check it out. And uh, I think it's cool how they do the geography limiting thing. But uh, what we did is we brewed a beer with our buddy uh, Nick Floyd, the guys from Three Floyds, called Pop Skull that we aged in our Palo. Santa Wood, and so we're going to be serving that today. But it's really just an excuse for me to get to come and see this festival. All right, it's psyched to be here. All
0: right, thanks. Then we bumped into friends of the show, Dan and Deb Carey from the New Glarus Brewing Company, who told us a story about their new R and D Golden Ale. I was
8: saying about our Belgian friend who has a bottle of Orval every night before he goes to bed sent
7: him some beer and what did he say? No, he, he... he Seriously, he ages Orval in his basement. I mean, Orval is his beer. You go to his house and he's got like, like five years worth of Orval. Every night before he goes to bed, he drinks a bottle of Orval and if he doesn't like your beer, he will say it. I think you know who I'm talking about. So I sent him a bottle and he said... That's, I think, the best, that's the best beer I've ever had. And he said, I gave it to a professor at a brewing school in, Leu- in Leuven, and the professor said, that's not an American beer. That beer was, was brewed in Belgium, and they put an American label on it. <laughs> he
8: didn't believe it, did you? No, he didn't, he didn't believe it. Uh,
7: did you try and convince him? No. <laughs>
0: to be the underdog. All right. So we actually went down and tried that. We went down last uh, last Sunday and got a few bottles of that. And when we were there, these gentlemen over here were down there. They, they gave us a little serenade in the tasting room. Yeah. So what's the story with the uh, with the yodelers?
7: Well, you know, New, New Glarus was founded in about 1842 by, I think, about a half a dozen Swiss families that came from Switzerland to make this community. And uh, these are their descendants. So uh-huh. they live in town and they're the great-great-grandchildren of the people that founded New Blaris. Okay. The uh, yodel club and manor
8: choir should be pointed out. Not only do they live in New Blaris, but they are first or second in the world every single year at international yodeling competitions. They really are good. So
0: they beat the Swiss.
8: They yes, often they beat the Swiss. <laughs>
0: Excellent. Very cool. And then, can I ask you real quick about the Old English Porter coming up? What's uh, what's going on with that beer?
7: Well, there was a guy by the name of Graham Re- Graham Wheeler in England who had written about the original porters, which was a popular beer about 150 years ago in uh, London. And he wrote about how that beer was brewed. So I read his writings, and he talked about this somewhat sour beer that porters were originally. And so we tried to replicate that in a historical fashion of what, what a porter would have tasted like in 1870. So it's a, it's a brown beer, it's a little bit chocolatey, and it's a very sour, tart, almost okay. wine-like beer. Wow. And also the Rodenbach style of beer is a descendant of, of, of this original style of a sour beer. Oh, really? Yeah. So it's kind of an historical study, I guess. Cool. Very cool. We'll have to come back and try yeah, that. Yeah, please do.
0: Later in the festival, noticing the very long line for Canadian breakfast stout at Founders, John decided to try and get an interview again with Dave from Founders Brewery and uses media credentials to cut to the front of the line with limited success.
1: All right, we're back with Dave from Founders, the co-owner. How are things going for you guys so far today? Uh,
3: everything's going well. It's uh, a little bit uh, hotter than what we anticipated. Uh, we've had to replace the ice. We pour pouring beer as fast as we can, and uh, the faster we pour, the faster the ice melts, and so we had a little bit of foaming. Kentucky breakfast out because uh, in years past we've uh, had fairly decent sized lines and people wait a half hour to get a beer and then it's not available so we don't want anyone to feel so
1: so we just are about to get in line for the Canadian breakfast how's it going over so far uh yeah it's not bad it's not a bad beer awesome well thank you actually really good
0: <laughs> all right that was our uh, our lovely tribute and uh coverage of the great taste of the Midwest, 2009. There it was. There it was. So uh, uh, thoughts, memories, stories to tell anybody? What uh, What were some of your favorite beers that we had
2: at the festival? I really uh, liked the uh, Rock Bottom Belgian Rye Pale Ale. That was quite good. It was really good. Had an, a phenomenal nose. Yeah. One of the best I've had in a long time. Yeah, that was a good one, definitely.
1: Um, I thought all of goose islands hourly beers were phenomenal, of course, the old English porter, yeah, that was new so good.
0: that was a really cool, really cool, funky beer,
1: uh-huh, the founder's spite,
0: yeah, I didn't try that one that was the pepper beer it was the pepper
1: beer, and you know my stint with pepper beers,
0: <laughs> they
1: executed it. that was
0: cool. Was that, would you put that above or below uh, Grumpy Troll's Slow Eddie, which Kyle got to try, I think, for the mm-hmm. first time there.
1: I think I like it more than the Slow Eddie. I really? mean, it, the pepper flavor was more dynamic. It had, what, it had, like, six different peppers five? Five five or five or something, something like that? Yeah. yeah, you could tell. Like, you couldn't distinguish five different peppers, but there was a lot more complexity to it yeah, than yeah. just, like, heat. Definitely. Um, mm. I also really like the Mirakaibo, a Jolly Pumpkin.
0: Oh, I didn't get to try that one.
1: The one aged on cacao or infused with cacao
0: okay was it more like kind of a, a sour brown kind yeah of a it thing? was like a
1: sour brown huh a little bit richer like richer mal- almost maltier because of the raw cacao cool it was really nice
0: interesting I never had that one yeah I definitely also really loved all the goose island ones particularly that um, uh, kombucha beer kombucha ale which was really really interesting uh huh um, and really refreshing almost like a lemonade kind of beverage on a hot day there mm. um I really liked Flossmore Station's Collaborative Evil. Yeah, that was great. Um, I don't remember what kind of beer that was. It was just delicious. Uh, the Eccentricity from Free State, mm-hmm. which is the one that they aged in like different wine barrels and it had mm-hmm. uh, like champagne yeast in it, all nope. sorts of bizarre stuff, and they blended a little bit of oatmeal stout in it and things like that. It was really, really good, a very wine-like beer. It really had a, a, a wine, winey character to it. Uh-huh. Um, Surly's one was really tasty, as was the Ash Age Cynic I had with the real ale tent. Oh, I didn't get that one. Oh, that one was definitely very, very interesting. The Ash character was different from an Oak character. It was pretty unique. Huh. And um, uh, having the two, I also really enjoyed having the two um, New Holland uh, Dragon's Milk side to side. Yeah, that was really The interesting. new one, and the t- there was a 2009 and a 2007. I definitely, I think we all pretty much agreed we preferred the 2009 Version of that.
1: It was just so much malty, like vanilla y, like creamier. Yeah. You know, I think that's a major characteristic of that beer that the 07 had lost.
0: Kind of disappeared, yeah. It was really interesting
2: to try those. Um, So, what about most disappointing beers at the festival? Actually, hang on. Hang on. Oh, you got some more best ones? The other one I really liked was the, um, which, Matt, you had this one I know as well Um, New Albanian, the Phoenix. Oh, yeah. Phoenix, Kentucky, Kentucky Common. Common was really good. Um, And the Stonefly. Oh um, Imperial Style. Star Destroyer, Imperial yeah, Style Star, Star yeah, yeah, yeah. That was really good too. That, that was, was good. Dark as night too. Yeah, it was black, just black, thick. black. Yeah. Yeah. And I uh
0: I really liked um just that the New Albanian was brewing uh Kentucky Common Beer, mm-hmm. which is a sort of a historical style that disappeared and there's been a few revisionist versions. They're the the only commercial version I've ever tried. The only one I've ever tried. I've read about them, but I've never actually tried someone's, you know, attempt to at brew that beer and it was really cool. Um, mm-hmm. I really enjoyed that. Um, and also, of course, you got to give props to sort of the uh, the ones that everybody was looking for. The Vanilla Bean Dark Lord from Three Floyds, Canadian Breakfast, Kentucky Breakfast from uh, Founders. I don't know, John's looking looking sour over there. You don't agree? Well,
1: no. See, so you asked what the most disappointing beers were. Okay, um, sure, let's go to that. Summit, they're horizon red ale on cast cast. was extremely disappointing
0: because their normal horizon red ale they've had in the bottles is really tasty Mm -hmm. and those there was
2: something funky with those it was it was one of the few beers like i took a sip instantly just like poured the whole thing dumped it out not because like i mean they were over pouring not to mention they give us really large glasses this year they were large and they were pouring large glasses and you just couldn't finish it all sometimes but Mm -hmm. that one instantly yeah it just wasn't I don't know what off.
0: I don't know if the yeah there's something weird with that.
2: Yeah, and I think it's like a concept.
1: Like the beer itself was good. Yeah. But like the the fandom <laughs> around Three Floyd's Vanilla Bean Dark Lord was <laughs> a little ridiculous because I mean you know like there's a huge line for that beer. Yeah, and on the other side of their booth, we're like I don't know like two rows down. You know, Surly's pouring Darkness all day. Yeah, there's a lot of like, and we had that really good Stonefly Imperial Stout. Right, people were like lining up for vanilla beans, essentially, because yeah. they, you know they <laughs> were pouring Dark Lord earlier. And I would like next year, I want to bring like the condiment vest and like, what do you want that beer to taste like? With <laughs> <Put> some <laughs> vanilla I have powder oak in it. chips, I have vanilla. You know. Like. <laughs> I was just disappointed. I got maraschino like, cherries.
0: I like got blueberries. Concept. Yeah. Like,
2: I like that. That's good. Um, <laughs> it's like a tackle box. Yeah. <laughs> 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 Little vials of this and that. Yeah. <laughs> That's
0: funny. I, I, but I just thought the Vanilla Bean Dark Lord was delicious. Yeah. No, it was, it was good. a great beer.
1: It was it was a tough beer to have that day at, as a five o'clock. True. Happened. True. Um, I still but enjoyed it. I don't think you can really blame him for that. I think other than that, um, Two Brothers White Rye. Yeah? I was upset with. Um, it was a lot like two brothers, the Canaan. Canaan Abel. Abel. Yeah. Except it was kind of white. Yeah, a little less crystal malt. <laughs> yeah.
0: <laughs> um, Interesting. I didn't try that. So like. I guess I
1: had an idea in my mind that it was going to be different and very unique, but it it's kind of the same. Pretty similar. Interesting.
0: Well, I uh, the only other one I, I agree about the Summit and um, disagree about the Dark Lord, but the only one that I. But do <laughs> you
1: agree you, about? The line being kind of ridiculous. Yeah, the line was absurd. The line I'm was not absurd. saying oh, that was a bad beer. It was a great beer.
0: And there was a guy from Minneapolis I had talked to at a bar on Friday night who said, like, he wasn't sure if he was going to come. He wasn't going to come. Then he saw the lineup and he saw that they were going to have Vanilla Bean, Dark Lord. Oh, and that's why he came to the festival. Which is <laughs> a little over the top, too. But another one that had that was uh, disappointing um, was with, uh, the Potosi, uh, the Brewing Museum uh, mm-hmm. brew pub. Um, and i was i was with someone who had been to the Brewing museum and he said that the beers there were really good and so i we walked up and he and i each tried a different one and both of them had to say i don't know if they didn't clean their lines or what was going on cuz it was two different beers and they both kind of had the same off thing going on and he said yeah this isn't what they taste like at the pub so i don't know if they left them out in the heat or too long or something what happened but hmm. uh fortunately those weren't too weren't too good um so what about some overall trends what do you think was you know, like I said, we're gonna have our fingers on the pulse of craft beer in the Midwest here. What do you think, looking at sort of an overview of what we had, is some sort of trends we saw?
2: I felt there was a lot of fruit. A lot of fruit. Lot of fruit. Um, you know, like last There's year, watermelon I, at every station. Like, <laughs> like last year, there was a uh, you know everything was aged on, you know, bourbon barrels and this and that. And I felt a lot of people were aging stuff on. You know, it's a or blueberry aged this and. Um, you know, some guy said that we did a raspberry this, and um, yeah, someone actually was doing like the I don't know what you call that the the hop back the, the hop back. back yeah they actually filled the canister with strawberries and oh, yeah. pressure forced the beer, beer through the strawberries through the strawberries, strawberries just yeah. and I th- and I was like wow you would expect that to be hops you know I mean, yeah. that's what I was expecting if someone were to bring something like that so hmm. um, maybe not the biggest trend there but way more than last year and yeah. definitely a surprise to me. Yeah. yeah. I personally found that
1: and I think this goes along with like distinguishing the best and worst beers of the festival. You know, there are so many beers that were either soured or or aged and I think with those two trends like they're very hard to pick out like the best and worst beers because a lot of the sour characteristics and like bourbon barrel oaky characteristics will just carry over. Yeah. Like, on your palate. So to do, you know, a day of drinking, like, these samples, yeah, it all kind of gets, like, lost in the mix, and it gets to be pretty tough. It's it's like doing, you know, we we talk about Jolly Pumpkin a lot, and it'd be, like, doing, you know, a bunch of Jolly Pumpkin tastings in one day. Like, they make great beers, but, like, the sour characteristics of a lot of these beers are so overpowering that they kind of just carry through. Yeah. So, but, yeah, so, you know, you had a lot of sour beers, a lot of rye beers this year. Yeah, um, that's what I noticed. You
0: no, know, I definitely agree on the sour beers. I mean, I noticed, um, obviously, Goose Island last year had some. This year they brought some more. But it breweries like Bells, mm-hmm. who a few years ago I would have never guessed were to do sour beers. I think they had two or three different sour beers there. Mm-hmm. Um, same thing with Two Brothers. Um, Brossery Bruges. You had to give a secret password to get their sour beer. What was it? It was Chinone or something. I don't know. Uh, I just, somebody said... To me Like if you want Their sour beer You have to say this And I said it And I got one And then I told Jeff Glazer And he tried it And they made fun of him Because he like said it wrong (laughs) They gave it to him anyway I don't know It was like their secret (laughs) Tapping But it wasn't that secret Because like Everybody was like Telling the person behind him Hey You want their sour beer You just gotta (laughs) Say shinone Or Shinane Or something I don't remember Exactly what it was It's kind of goofy But um Another thing I wanted To mention is In the clip you heard us Talk to uh Uh Sort of Maybe the the celebrity chef of the craft beer world, kind of the Bobby Flay, um, Sam Calagione of Dogfish Head, author of many books. I you uh, <laughs> <laughs> think so? He's kind of like that. that's
2: a like phenomenal a celebrity chef.
0: I mean, and uh, to see him there is really cool. Obviously, you know, uh, he said he he brewed that beer just as an excuse to come see this festival. I think that says a lot to uh, the reputation that the Great Taste of Midwest has. That someone like him would go out of his way to make sure he could get here. Oh, yeah. And we, we also heard the story that apparently Dogfish Head requests every single year to come to the festival, and every single year it's explained to them that no, Delaware is not in the Midwest, <laughs> therefore you are not allowed to attend. That's awesome. So <laughs> One of these years. Yeah, one of these years they'll let us in, or we'll just brew a beer or three flights, <laughs> which probably worked a lot better.
1: Yeah.
2: But uh, anyway, you guys have any other... Kind
0: of final thoughts before we move on?
2: Well, well you guys were uh, at uh, Surly interviewing. I was at Surly's Hookah Lounge. That's true. They had a hookah which was, lounge. They converted kegs to hookah vessels. It was quite nice. Mm. Um, so I smoked hookah with uh, one of the brewers from Ale Asylum and <laughs> had a wonderful time. <laughs> nice. However, I joined in the interview late and I was like with you when he was pouring the beers for one. Yeah, he poured me one a little early because I, I think when I got him on the clip and I said, how is that beer? He felt like he had to be cool right. and be like, oh, yeah, you could try some. And I was, like, standing there and I had my little media thing on that said Beer Talk Today and our Beer Talk Today pin and everything like that. And I um, am I looked to you and I said, what did you get? You said, I got the one. And I looked to him and I said, uh, you know, can I have the one as well? And he said, no, we're not serving that for another hour or two. And I was like, oh, just shut down right there. <laughs> Cause I got distracted and went and smoked hookah. But, that's true. You missed out on. that. But it was it was phenomenal hookah. So did I give you a taste of it? No. Oh, sorry. I got distracted again. Well, <laughs> it was, yeah, I was kind of all alone at that point. I remember. Yeah. But uh, yeah. that's great. Yeah. The, as far what well that's
0: a good talk about the hookah lounge. What were some of the the best booth uh, decorations? A lot of people like to decorate their well, you booths. You heard on the clip talking about. Bells is mm-hmm. MASH And Caddyshack For two brothers and
2: stuff. Central Waters Brought their uh, their Saloon back, back. Corral Saloon Okay Corral Yeah trying to deal. Yeah Always cool Yeah <laughs> Trying to think What else was there
1: You'll hear about New Holland's In the upcoming game. Yeah oh, that's true that's Oh true. and then
2: there was uh, yeah, There was another
1: MASH one there
2: was... Yeah there are two MASH That was ones. a big team This year clearly. Yeah <laughs> Clearly, <laughs> clearly. Uh, Apparently uh, we've been trash. At war for so long We can joke about it again okay. <laughs> Tyranina's Random choice to have. Halloween. Halloween. I'm wondering if they like <laughs> did a Halloween like festival at their brewery and they just said, Well, we got this box of stuff, we have uh, just use that. Or it's like, We've got this this imperial pumpkin beer that isn't going to taste good until like next August. So, <laughs> <laughs> I go, Now it's tasting good. Let's bring it and let's do bring Halloween too. <laughs> um, I'm trying to think who else said good themes? That's about it. Not that many other ones that I remember. The lounge was good.